game. Nine twenty-five Sports Radio nine two nine. The game. Stake Shapiro, Sandra Golden. All the insight, uh, hopefully, that you're looking for on the new hire for the Atlanta Falcons, Raheem Morris. This gentleman is a friend of the show. He's the former general manager of the Falcons and now uh, CEO of a super cool analytics company, which he'll get to talk about sometime with us. Not today, though, Thomas. <laughs> today, we ask you, was it was it like your world's colliding with your old boss, Bill Belichick, who you spent a lot of years with, um, another old boss, the Atlanta Falcons, all of a sudden having these conversations? What was going through your mind during that process? Well, look, I mean, this this group has been really busy, meaning the brain trust of the Falcons, to try to put together, you know, something that's going to chart the course, you know, very importantly over the next 10 years in my mind, right? This is a very important hire. We know. We know, we know that every head coach hire you make is very important. But in my mind, this is one coming off of the season that they had that needed to be, you know, really, really detailed. And what did they, they interviewed 20-plus people, so I, was, I think it was close to 20. Yeah, it was very, like, very important to see the different people that they were interviewing. So why touch on that for a yeah, second. Yeah, why for I think it was 14 when all was said and done, Thomas. Why do all those interviews? Senator, I think the biggest thing is to sit there and do those interviews and truly juxtapose the talent and the style of the coaches, right, Senator? That's important. It's not just about the wins and losses. It's not just about, you know, how you how you got along with your former ownership or et cetera, et cetera. It's everything. And, and you guys both know, having it, the fact that I am in a data company now, you can work that data to your favor and you can work it against. So I think it's important to take all of those people that they looked at and truly with a fine-tooth comb, talk about the positives and negatives, bring in the proper data, and bring in the background on these gentlemen to know what you're looking for in the next coach and to determine if that's the right personality, the right approach that you want. To, to lead into the future. I I, I, I want to ask you, because I think there's nobody better we could speak to about this particular topic. And I'm not asking you to say who you would have hired, because that's not fair. You weren't a part of the interviews and everything else. But you worked in a infrastructure in Foxborough under under Bill Belichick being the king and the all-supreme. You, co- you, you ran the Falcons with Raheem Morris, and his style, and you know him very, very well. How different would the building in Flowery Branch have been under a Bill Belichick regime versus a Raheem Morris regime as someone who knows both of those fairly well? Well, there's a lot there, and I could talk for minutes, but I won't. It's obviously going to be very different. I mean, you have one man who, as a Hall of Famer and arguably one of the best or three best coaches in the history of the NFL – would come in and quite honestly, I believe as much as I liked being in control. And I think most general managers want 53 and full control. You look at a man like that and you defer to him and you say, this guy is one of the best ever. He deserves the keys to the kingdom. You look at Raheem Morris. I think Raheem is a fantastically smart and adept football coach in many ways. According to Sumer sports, by the way, according to the data, he is one of the top five or top three in developing players he is one of the top three and top five of also the disciplined defenses. So he brings to the table this unbelievable energy, this really quick – I mean, he is on top of it. I, I told him the other day, I have not met a man in this business who is as quick and intuitively sharp as what Raheem is. He brings that great leadership 
ability to to mold with the players and meld with the players and 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 mix with the players that I think is not common in the NFL. So two very different buildings, of course. The track records are different, of course. Uh, however, you know Arthur Blank ultimately and Co had to decide what they wanted for that that building moving forward, and obviously they picked someone on the other end of the spectrum as far as you know. Uh, energy approach to the building and collaboration, right? What does collaboration look like with a Belichick versus a Raheem Morris? Yeah, look, I mean, collaboration. I mean, I know a lot of people want to toss darts at Bill saying he's not a collaborative person. Bill is an extremely collaborative person with the people he wants around right. him, which Great is a point. key point, right? Right. He's not, he's not just adopting people who might be midliners. I'm not saying anything like that about any specific organization. Any organization he went into, he is going to look at that with a fine-tooth comb, keep the people that he thinks he can work with, and, of course, bring in his studs uh, that he's used for years and years. Whereas, you know, of course, Raheem is a very collaborative person. I worked with him. He was Dan's right-hand man during all of our ups and downs during those times when Dan Quinn and I were together, and he was very helpful for Dan as that right-hand person, and he gets it. He has a really good understanding of it. Thomas Dimitrov joins us here on the, the Steakhouse. Thomas, uh, Tom Pelissaro was just on, and he made such a statement that jumped out at me. I was wondering what you think of it. He talked about Bill Belichick's style of management is not in vogue these days in this climate. Uh, I hope I'm saying it right. Made a little bit of sense to me of what, you know, that, that whole, like, we're not listening to the room doesn't work anymore. Do you agree? Well, I agree. It's, it's changed quite a bit, Sandra. I get that. And I also, what I want to be very particular about in any discussions I have and or owners that I talk to is I, I think that it's very imp- important not to like move towards and take this, this is respectfully, of course, the lazy interpretation of that, right? Yes, of course, you need people to collaborate and communicate and listen. And Bill does. He has a reputation, of course, for being all about him. That is different than, of course, what Raheem would do. In today's world, you need to listen. But I just, I guess what I want to say is it's not that hard and fast that Bill Belichick doesn't listen, right? Yes, his, his personality and his approach at 72 years old is different than what Raheem's would be. But again, I would say this, and I do believe this. I believe the opportunity to pick a Bill Belichick and bring them, uh, or excuse me, acquire or hire Bill Belichick in today's world, a Hall of Fame, one of the very best ever, is a once-in-a-generation opportunity for this group of owners in the league who are looking and this group of general managers and presidents. So if it goes by this season without hiring a Bill Belichick, to me that's, that's massively per, uh, perplexing because this is, though there are some differences, this is a special opportunity to acquire a person that I think, and I've said this to different owners around the league this year, there, to me, in my opinion, there's not a more adept head coach who, has, who would bring you the, the best probability in the next three or four years to win a Super Bowl than Bill Belichick. I do believe that. Hmm. Wow. Uh, strong statement yeah. for sure, and I don't, I don't totally disagree, but a lot of other factors certainly being considered as well. Thomas Dimitrov with us, former GM of the uh, Falcons and uh, ran point for the greatest era in Falcons history. I think we can honestly look back and say there's a lot of great years, and a lot of it began with the best pick in Falcons history. You drafted Matt Ryan, and once you had Matt Ryan, no matter who your coach was and no matter who you drafted, 
You were ahead of the curve with Matt Ryan. So, again, all these coaches' names, you still have to find a quarterback. What do you think of the group of the guys uh, at the top of the draft? What do you think of Justin Fields? And do you agree um, that it all begins and ends with having the right guy under center? 100% believe it. Of course, you know, you have to have the right support group. One of the things we did with Matt Ryan here, of course, was we always supported him with some of the best receivers and running backs. And, of course, we got, we got nailed on that at times because we were trying to build other parts. But I think it's vital. I think the opportunity to come in here picking at eight, although no one wants to pick in the top ten again, right? Ideally, you'd love to be picking at 28. But this year and a year that you guys need a legitimate quarterback uh, element, to me, I think personally that they come in as the Falcons group and they look at, I think, a very good group of five to six college quarterbacks and being able to acquire at that pick is, is a really good chance. And even, you know me, Trader Thomas, I might even consider moving up two or three picks, but that's another point. I also think a guy like Kirk Cousins that's out there or Justin Fields, you can acquire someone that you can grow with, especially if it were to be Kirk Cousins, to grow with a la Green Bay Packers so that this new drafted quarterback that you picked truly has two or three years to grow. That might be a way that this organization has not gone before, and it might be, might be something to consider. Well, then you have, to, and, you have to decide is Bo Nix at eight valuable enough to not trade up and give up a lot of equity to try to get a Drake May or, um, or a, you know, uh, Caleb, uh, Jaden Daniels or whatever it is. Any thought on that? Yeah, look, I personally do like Bo Nix. I think there's, there's, a, there's a lot of ability there. So I think honing in, and I've, I've done considerable work without getting into a ton of detail on it, on these quarterbacks coming out this year. And I think, again, I think it's a really interesting group that I think can, can provide at the eight pick the sixth pick, or the first pick, which, again, that's a great place to be in for Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot to really step back and look at this as well. I know it's a big ticket when you're bringing in Kirk Cousins, but maybe, depending on how Arthur and his group are looking at this, do they want to ease in the next two or three years with, with Raheem, or do they want to win now? Again, I'm sitting here thinking the opportunity to go after Kirk Cousins along with these young quarterbacks is a, is a really good spot to be in. Last question, Justin Fields, what would he cost on the market? What do your analytics say uh, on something like that? Well, I wish I could go there right now. I don't have that, that data in front of me. Um, I think Justin Fields back in Atlanta, right? He's an Atlanta guy. I, I know they passed up this opportunity back during his draft time. I get it. Um, I'm not going in circles around here, Stake. I really don't know. I know that it would be substantial. And they have to really dig in and see, you know, is he the fit that they want here? And he might very well be a fit. He might respond to a guy like, you know, when you look at Raheem, and again, his style and his approach, man, he is, he is right there. He is right involved at so many levels. And that can be a great thing for Justin Fields. So then at that point, I think as an organization, you deem this that much more of a valuable move where possibly you would spend considerably more than you might think otherwise if you had a different head coach at the helm. Yeah, fascinating. Going to be over the next few months. Yeah. Hey, I want to get you in live, tell everybody about the company you're building, the very, very cool stuff, very involved in the NFL, but we appreciate it. I know you've been, uh, you know, biding some time before this coaching hire happened to come on the air, so we really appreciate you coming on. Always there for you guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank All you, right. Santa. All right. Yeah. See you. Thomas Dimitrov on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Worked for Belichick. He, he – he is a Belichick loyalist, no question. You heard that. He also.